This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you just nerds out there. I'm Joanna. All the kids want owls. They're dead useful. Can carry a mail and everything. Krupnik. And I'm Brian. It's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to yell, mail. Plopsky. And we could not be happier that you found us and Instagrammed and TikToked and tweeted and more to join us today. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are answering your questions in our first ever mailbag episode. Uh, some housekeeping. Head to the feed to check out our coverage of the entire first season of Ms. Marvel, as well as our instant reactions to all of the Comic-Con news from San Diego 2022, including the new She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever trailers. And in the coming weeks, we'll be covering I Am Groot, She-Hulk, and or we'll be talking about the Rings of Power a little bit and House of the Dragon. Whoa. You may be like, how can I keep up with all this? And I look in the mirror and I ask myself the same question, listener. <laughs> um, but the one way to be able to do this is make sure you're subscribed to the Nerd with, with uh, Joanna and Brian on things like Apple, Spotify. Uh, so you'll be notified every single time a new episode drops. And then you can follow along on all the social media uh Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. And as we begin every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. Quite frankly, we are pulling out of a mailbag, so we could spoil Harry Potter. We could spoil the MCU. We could spoil Scream. We could spoil <laughs> who knows what we're gonna spoil today. Just keep, just keep, a, just keep an eye out, an ear out for what we might spoil. This is your spoiler alert, alert. Yeah, I guess we'll try to say it. If we, we're pretty good about being like, I'm about to spoil this. Please forward 15 seconds. Yeah, I, I think that we're pretty good at that. Yeah, I think uh, you're, you're much safe to listen to this. Yeah, yes. sometimes I'll be like, I'll say like, oh, he was really dead the whole time, and then I'm like, oh, spoiler alert afterwards. I'll try to do it beforehand. Yeah, it's so funny because I literally haven't seen Sixth Sense all the way through. So, I mean, I know that spoiler, but like if there's a movie out there from 1995 that you haven't seen, um, you know, there's only so much we can do. But that's on me for not seeing Sixth sure. Sense. Sixth Sense is 1999, I believe. Oh, same year as, uh, what is it? Scream 2, which we were just talking about off air. No, Scream 2 is 97. Scream I thought that was one. Like Scream 1 is 96. Scream 2 is 97. Scream 3, I think, is 2000. Scream 4 is 2011. Yeah, it's like 11 and then 11 more years. 11 more years later. And then, yeah, this past year. But you just watched all of those, right? For the first time? Oh, I sure did. I thought I had seen the first one until I realized that I didn't know who the killer was. And I was falling for all sorts of red herrings. And I was like, how do I have I seen this? And then... When it when it, when things happened at the end, I was like, "No, I definitely have never seen this." Oh wow! Um, cool. Yeah, I'm glad. Did you enjoy the first one at least? Um. Yeah. I mean, it was like again, it wasn't so scary. It was just more like needless jump scares. And I do appreciate that it's a commentary and it's the first movie 
a like horror movie i'm assuming to reference other horror movies and like it's very self-aware which was very fun and the rules reminded me of like zombie land which i thought were very funny um but yeah some wild performances in that movie (laughs) yeah Um, like what's his name is going for it what's matthew um, lillard oh my god yeah like are are we deciding he's good in that or is he just like he's great in that oh he's great in that okay he's great in that so uh one it's not the first like self-referential one um however um there's all we could go down that rabbit we're not going to go do that but um if you for more on this listen to talking horror yeah i was gonna say so in talking horror one of the hosts my wife is a therapist and a a licensed therapist and social worker um she's awesome and she breaks down spoiler alert the two killers and scream spoiler alert the two yeah give us like 15 seconds if you don't want to know who the killers are in first scream uh so one is Stu and one is billy she breaks down what the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath is by using those two characters. And now we use that whenever we watch a horror movie, we use like, are they a Billy or are they a stew? Um, it's actually super cool. So listen to that episode. It's really good. I'm definitely going to listen to that because that was what I was thinking. I I was listening to this. Was it during the Sarah Koenig, um, uh, pod, you know, the podcast, because I was thinking of, or the NPR, was it a podcast? The, um, I don't. No, you know, the, oh my God, the Sarah Kane, like the one with uh, the crime that it got everyone into everything ever. It's anyway. Serial? Um, yeah, serial. Um, was there, there was, I think there was a comment in there where they were like, this guy is not a psychopath because that's so rare. Or it wasn't a maybe it wasn't a psychopath because they were like we in our business in the detective or policing or whatever like we hope to find out someone's a psychopath but you just don't get that lucky like there's always like some knowing motive or whatever and so in watching all these movies I'm kind of like how is why do they all live in this town yeah <laughs> I mean just- I feel like <laughs> that's how I feel about Dexter I'm just like how many more serial killers are actually in Miami yes. like every season there's like twelve serial killers anyway. We have gone on a tangent. We need to do um, we need to do mailbag, but actually, to keep on another tangent, do you know what I'm watching for the first time? Speaking of things you've never seen, what? Um, the uh, uh, the Gray trilogy. I don't know what that is. Like I just saw almost saw the Gray Man. Of gray. And oh, oh, the Gray three. trilogy. He calls it. Yeah. What is this? Tolkien? No. Uh, interesting. And? Oh, they're awful. Yeah, but um, you didn't read the books, right? This, no, I did not read the books, but they're, <laughs> they're still terrible. I did not know that they were fan fiction based on Twilight that were made into movies. I don't know that I know that that's true. What no, I do know. She based it on the, twi- she like wrote her own fan fiction using the Twilight books as like a, uh, as a like. Inspo? an inspiration but because like the plots are basically the same they just like the, the relationships are still toxic yeah it's that's just, so true but like even even the little things were like jamie was telling me about this like even the little i mean i've i recently watched the twilight movie for the yeah like time. don't bite your lip like that like you know what that does to me that kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah like oh man it's, oh my god like, it's so true why did i not know this i don't know but those movies are terrible the thing is the movies have a the a the opportunity, the potential to be really good, but wow, 
Is it Jamie Dornan who's in that? He's no, Dakota awful. Johnson. Oh, the boy. Yeah, Jamie Dornan. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, you also have to know is like there was a lot of um, there's a lot of behind the scenes stories if you want to read up on this about making. Yeah, because Charlie Hunnam was supposed to play gray originally and he dropped out for many different reasons yeah and dakota johnson does not have fond memories of this experience like it was a kind of a big mess yeah it was a disaster awful and i don't know if they've distanced themselves enough if it's been long enough yet that they're like totally jokey about it yet but they're getting there but it's rough it's not it's not it's not great they're on uh they were on tubi if anyone's wondering they're oh they're on tubi thank you Um, anyway, let's get into this mail. Oh, before we get into the mailbag. Yes. Joanna. Yes. Did you you watch that Andor trailer? Holy shit. Yes, I did. Um, this is going to be a great show. I think so. This trailer. I think it's going to be good. So a couple things from this trailer. One, this trailer got me the most excited of any of the trailers, maybe even more than Kenobi at this point. Like, this trailer was not only was it gorgeous and beautiful, um, mm. I, 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 I just like the epic nature of it. Like, like, and you and I both love this time frame in Star Wars lore, like Rebels Wise and all of that stuff. Um, you obviously like Rogue One better than I do, but I think that like I'm, I'm very excited to see what story they're telling. And one thing that I got from this trailer uh, before I pass it off to you is I remember when we first watched the first one and I was confused because they were, they were clone troopers in it. Yes. And this takes place years after that. So now in this one, it seems that we're going to get some flashbacks to when Andor Cassie and Andor was young and he probably interacted with clone troopers. And that has mm. some, some, you know, influence over his decision-making and stuff like that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see these. And we get three on this first day. I know. I know. It's pretty wild. I mean, I have to say, I won't be brokenhearted if we move uh, past young Cassian. Like, I don't think I need to see another kid right now doing, like, things when, unfortunately, we, you know, see the future. Um, But I hope that it's, like, just, like, a little thing, and then they move on. Um, Things I did not realize... Again. Where Yeah. (laughs) Well, things I did not realize was that we were getting so much Mon Mothma, so what I didn't realize yeah. we were going to be getting Sagarera. Lies! Deception! Wiggle it! I have to be honest. I am not excited for Forrest Whitaker as He gives his all. Sure. You know? He's working hard on screen, Brian. We're getting Jimmy Smith too, right? I mean, he's not been in... There has not... He's not missed one yet. So yeah. that he was capable of being. <laughs> he has not missed that paycheck yet. He gets the bag every time. He yeah, wasn't around for the first three, but everything since that he could be in, he's there. So yeah, no, he'll be there. I feel like they didn't even show us in the trailer because they're like, well, you know, he's there. <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited about this. September 21st, my wedding anniversary, I think. Um Kyle Soler is in this, who I very much love and have met a few times. Wait, he was September in September twenty first. Yeah, I think so. Is what? Is my wedding anniversary and when Andor starts? No. No, August thirty first is when Andor starts. What am I? What did I see? Hold on a second. September really? We didn't change 21st? it. Hold on. Let me just check that live no. on air. 
He just said, no, September 21st. Well, that's what that's what Kyle Soler is. said, and he's in it. Maybe his, on his episode Instagram. airs that day, but I No, he's on the poster. I 100% know that Andor airs. Maybe it's coming. He sometimes spends a lot of time in the UK. Like, it, does it come later to them? No, it's I, Disney I don't Plus. Know why. I don't I will know figure why this out, guys. This. Are you Googling it right now? Wait, did they move it to September? I think they moved it. They moved She-Hulk and they moved this. No, but they clearly. It's, wait, are we doing this live on air? Hold on. Yeah. September 21st. <laughs> Hold on. I mean. No, but it's, it's I'm getting two different pieces of information. I Hold on. Okay, well, I mean, for the record, an actor in the show who never goes on Instagram just put the poster and underneath September 21st, and he is on the poster. So he's a big enough role that he's on the poster. September 21st? It was pushed back? No. We are doing this live, people. I, we yeah. got to move past this, but I, I got to figure this out. Yeah, so maybe maybe this will be your breaking news um, that you'll go research while you're listening to us, and the the news will be official. But they did move She-Hulk like hours ago to Thursdays, so it's possible. Wait. My thought is like, does no one talk at Disney Plus? I know I always say this, but like, you know when these shows are going to overlap. Why don't you just announce that they're on Thursdays from the beginning? Why are you telling us it's all on Wednesdays? Oh, no, you're right. I think it is September 31st now. Hold on. Maybe I... Well, I guess they don't want... This is smart, though, because they don't want to compete with all this glutton of House of uh, House of Cards, Rings, Powers, Dragons. Yeah, September 21st had changed. I think, yeah, they're, wow. I, I think they're moving themselves away from the, the chaos that we're about to get, which I think yeah, is smart. I'm, I'm sad, but, but I, I think it's smart. I'm also really bummed about it because now our whole air... T- they keep messing with me, and we do so much work, and now I the know. air table is just Don't like they know. all you, and I hate it so much. Every and podcaster, YouTuber, everybody is all tangled now. It's a mess. I, Don't they know? I will. Sorry. Say that again. Yeah, like, it's just a tangled web we weave, and quite frankly, like, okay, so that airs the 21st, so that, and then... The so She-Hulk episode. then is in the clear, basically. Well, you got three. They overlap for three weeks. Okay. And then uh, when does Bat and Bed Betch starts the twenty eighth? So that's like of of um, September. August. Oh, okay. So that'll be going on simultaneously at the same time. I don't know. There's just like there's a lot going on. So maybe we'll cover we'll cover Bad Batch and Andor in the same episode, everybody. Which is great. And then, you know, she gets a minute to breathe. But also, I think really there I really think this is to avoid the tsunami of Rings of Power yeah, and House of the Dragon. Because be. well, I gotta that's update a lot. the air table now. <sighs> Sorry, Brian. And our calendars. <laughs> oh, anyway. God. Let's get anyway, into the mailbag. Let's okay, get into so the mailbag. We we had you guys submit questions from all of our platforms, um, our socials, and it was awesome. We got a lot of great questions. We picked some of our favorites. Um, will we be able to keep this tight? I have no idea. Will we need two episodes to cover all these? I have no idea. Let's see how it goes. 
Uh, we will try to follow the rules that you asked us in your questions. And we will try that. I'm saying that for myself because I already know that I can't follow some of these rules. And <laughs> um, we will uh, do our best to um, answer them. And then we hope that for the next time you guys will submit them when we ask for them. Because, I mean, there's we have plenty of opportunities to do this. And it was really fun. So I think we'll do it again. Okay. So, Brian, our first question was, how did you two meet again? Most of these questions are like nerd related. This is like the only one that's about you and yeah, I. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, you want to take this, Brian? Sure. I'm sure we I'll interrupt both... you, but yeah, that's like just right now. Uh, I interrupt you enough, so this is fine. Um, we went to college together. We have we both went to Ithaca College in uh, Ithaca, New York, upstate New York, or central New York, uh, and uh, um, yeah, we were both in the musical theater department. We were scene partners freshman year. Um, mm -hmm. just, just so people know, uh, our department, our theater department, we were in a class of 14 people. Uh, so I had, we had the same classmates in every class for four years and we just all became very close, like brothers and sisters, um, and uh, quite frankly, like they were all at my wedding. Uh, I, you know, they were, it was just like, I don't know, we're, it, we're, we're closer than friends, if that makes sense. We're family. Yeah, we laughed together, cried together. We broke, you know, like you get really close with these people in the theater program, especially because you're, it's like a double major. You're in class together the entire day. And then you have your dinners together because then you have rehearsal after. And then you're in shows together. And then you go on trips together. And you go abroad together. And you do summer stock together. Like, it's just, you're in the dorms together. You're practicing together. It's it's all together. So, um, where were you? What was your dorm? Were you, you were in the towers for freshman year, yeah? Yeah. But freshman and sophomore year, we were, I was in the towers. One year in yeah. East, one year in West Tower. I was in, I think, West my freshman year. I think you were in East. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, so that's how we know each other, and it's been a very long time. What are we at? Let's see. 2003. 2004. So almost 20. No. Oh, yes. Right. So almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. 2004. This is... <laughs> no one asks us to do math on here. No one asks uh, us to do math, but it's a long time. 2004, we arrived, and it's almost 2023. So 18 years. 18, 18 years. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That, Our um, friendship can smoke now. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. <laughs> Our next question. You are not into that. <laughs> no. Wait. What, is, what does even that mean, that we can let it go it's now? be 18 to buy cigarettes in this country. Oh, we can smoke. Oh, I thought you were like, we can smoke it. Like, we can let it go. And I'm like, oh, no. we've what? made it this far. Why? <laughs> Yeah, this is the, this episode is this mailbag episode is the end of our friendship. <laughs> yes, we we die today. Um, yeah. Okay, build your Quidditch team with MCU heroes. This is a great question. Um, okay, so I think we should go um, uh, go one at a time by position. So, of course, in Quidditch we have a seeker, three chasers, two beaters. Actually, we'll go seeker beater no no sorry no no we're gonna go from goalie out so keeper okay followed by um beaters okay followed by chasers followed okay. by your seeker i'll lead us through this yes please 
Um, and please explain your logic because that's half the fun. So of course. let's start with Keeper. Brian, who do you got? Uh, I think I go Nightcrawler. You are you are ejected oh, does, for that, that, um, this game. That doesn't count for MCU, I guess, because the mutants aren't in the MCU. No, you can count that. I mean, no. maybe people won't know who that is, but no, I'll specifically do MCU heroes. Let me, let me, let me I'll, oh, you're I'll, that's, live that's on air coming up with this. I'm impressed. Uh, um, uh, so for for I'm gonna go with, uh, uh, I want to go with Hulk. You are a fool. First of all, Hulk is going to kill everyone in the game. He's going to break the goalposts. He but he's is big, and uh, he can swat them away. He will murder the players. There will be no game left. You're no, crazy, but good for you. That's your okay. choice. We're going with Hulk. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Hulk as my keeper. Terrible choice. Okay. Who's um, your keeper? My keeper is going to be. Oh, I ha- well, okay. I I'm gonna pick Groot because okay, Groot. That's a good pick. That's I like he, that. He's one with you're not supposed to like it. We're these teams are playing against each other. Oh yeah. Um, Groot is one with the game because let's face it, the broomsticks likely made out of him. Sure. First off, second of all, he can just like extend, grow. He's just yeah. a freaking wall. So that's a good one. That's my that's my um that's my pick. I'm going with Groot. Okay. Okay. Uh, our next is going to be beaters. Um, Brian, who are your beaters you need to sure and just as a reminder beaters are kind of like defense they have the sticks and they like try to hit you with bludgers yeah they're sort of like the defenders in soccer all right um yondu okay uh i think yondu would be an excellent uh mm-hmm. um i just Can think ravagers yeah ravagers in general <laughs> Um, just have an aggressive nature to them. Uh, I think that he would like doing that, and he can use his little arrow whistle to to help uh, knock things out. Um, yes, we call that cheating. But okay, all right. Well, here's the thing: isn't that isn't that isn't Groot cheating by using his powers? No, Groot Hulk- is Groot's just being. No, the Hulk is a liability. Um, Groot <laughs> is just flies. yeah. Groot's just Groot. He's just living there. Uh, but okay. He's just using his body the best way he can. He's sure. not using, uh, tools anyway. Okay. okay. So Yondu, go yeah, well. so, uh, so I have Yondu in one corner and, uh, in the other corner, I think I have, uh, um, I can't, you, you're making this up right now. You didn't think about this. I'm going to come for each of your choices and I'm going yeah. to annihilate them. Um, uh, the wasp. Why? Yeah, I think the wasp because the, no one would see her coming at all. And okay, so has, I, I guess you're right. She can just no sort of show her up. coming, and she has the the strength of like ten times um, what you know anyone else would have to like really hurl those bludgers at people. Okay, you wouldn't I, see it I, coming. I think that though he wouldn't see it coming is valuable. Or she would not see it coming. I think that that's that's your pro. 
Um, all right. Well, that was two beaters for you. Um, so I'm a big fan of size in the back line for sure. I think it's all about bulk. I'm going with Thor because he's huge and also he'll distract everyone with his good luck. So he's like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Bucky because he's got that arm and okay. it's going to hit some serious stuff. So, um, you know, he may, he's a little like a loose cannon because he could be sure. taken down with like seven words at any moment if someone like whispers them to him. Um, but, sure. <laughs> and he could like go and kill everyone. But uh, I think he's probably okay. okay now. I mean, he made it through Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think he's, um, I think he's okay. I think he's like okay. stable on the field. So uh, that's my, that's my back line. Great. Um, great. I think so far I'm definitely being you. Uh, okay. So then we move Dude, to chasers. You never know. You got to play the game. Three. You got to play the yeah. game. Okay. Uh, we've got three chasers. Who do you okay. got? Hawkeye. Okay. I mean, which you, Hawkeye? You, uh, oh, I want, uh, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. I think I'm taking prime Clint at this point. Cause I haven't seen enough from Kate Bishop. Um, All right. I think that he can take anything. He obviously has the, the amazing precision. He would just be so spectacular to get it around the, your group goaltender. Uh, I, I just keeper. I just think that he would be spectacular frontline. I think you go captain America because you need leadership on the team. And he's the perfect. You definitely do need a leader. He's the perfect. He's got the strength. He's got the speed. Um, he would know how to pull everyone together. I think he would just be spectacular there. Um, and then I think you go uh, Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel is just, you have that strength. You have that speed. Um, she's a fighter pilot. So, like, you have that, like, love for the air. So, th- that's my, those are my three. Okay, um, so I don't know why you'd go with Clint when you could have the younger model, but okay. Um, so I I'm a am nervous team, about baby. you. Really are. I'm I'm a little nervous that you picked Cap because if I have Bucky, like Cap's gonna just come to my side because he doesn't want to leave Bucky, so he's gonna like be protecting him the whole game. But that's sure. okay because that's in my favor. Um, We're also playing a I, recreational sport with very low stakes compared to Thanos. But go on. No. Very high stakes for me. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm fighting for a lot of points for um, Ravenclaw. Um, sure, sure, sure. So well, that's true. This would never happen in real life because we'd both be Ravenclaw. Um, I also have Captain Marvel, hilariously enough, as a chaser. And for all the reasons you mentioned. And then I also have Quicksilver because he travels faster than the speed of sound. Though but he's dead. He didn't, I know. Well, other people are not necessarily alive. That's fair. That's true. But yes, I. That's a fair point. Um, assuming he's still with us, I think. Yeah. To, uh, fair, to be fair, I have two kind of non-existent dead people on my team. So yeah. Yeah, fair. it's okay. We who they are, we won't tell you because no spoilers. Um, okay. And last but not least, your seeker. Who you got? Wait, you only told me two, right? Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, Valkyrie, because she is relentless. Oh, good and one. That's a cunning. good one. Yeah, I think yeah. she's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Seeker. Um, Dr. Strange. What? <laughs> Tell me why. Because he uses <laughs> magic to find this little ball. Okay. All right. He All can right, Stephen Strange. He can change time. He'd be like, oh, it was here five minutes ago. He can go back in time <sighs> and grab it. He, we call that cape, cheating, but okay. The cape will help him out. I, I, Dr. Strange. 
Tools. Prep time. Um, okay. My seeker is going to be Spider-Man, clearly. A, oh, he can, like, one. do a lot of trash talking because he's a lot of downtime in this game. Mm-hmm. B, he's got the, the most important thing. He's got the, the, the Peter Tingle. He's got the Spidey sense. He's like cheating. No, that's that's ingrained in him. He's not then using why, why a thing. Can't, so you're t- no, 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 no. So you're telling no, that doesn't. Everybody's powers can be used in this game. Powers, yes, but not tools, not Yondu's arrow. So and can Stranger's Thor not use his hammer? Time or stone. No, he can't. He distracts with his good looks, and he's got brute strength to hit the thing. He's not going to yeah, use no his way. things. You, you, you have. You must be able to use all your powers. No question. They're not powers. They're help. They're helpers. They're tools. No, I, 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 I'm Doctor Strange will will be my seeker, and he will be able to use magic. All right. Well, to each his own. Um, I think I think you are right. You you do need a good captain, and I think your choice for that is good. I I like that we didn't. Um, neither of us picked. I I, I wanted a runner up for me was was Kamala for uh, my uh, keeper because she has the arms. Mm. But again, powers. Um. So yeah, seeker, that was great. A seeker follow up uh, honorable mention for me. Maybe he's on the bench. Is uh, Ant Man? Yes, but I think you are right to put an Ant Man like superhero in the position of um. What did you say? Be your beater. Yeah. Is, so here's the question: Wasp. If yeah. Wasp is my beater, is Wasp allowed to shrink and grow within the game? Because that's tech, I, it's that's her a suit. tool. But that's a it's tool. It's her suit. It's her suit. But it's a okay, tool. Okay, fine. Uh, if it is a tool, it is a tool. But it's a suit. I think you can use your outfit. I don't think so. Strange can use his cape, but using an Infinity Stone, I don't know about that. I'm just saying. Just saying. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think if Ant-Man can expand and go. And if Hulk can drink, can be pissed and blow up, then that's part of him. Um, so, yeah. I don't know who's going to win this game, but um, I'm thinking my guys. All right. Dream guest. This was a question we got. Uh, if you could have someone on this podcast, Brian, who would it be? Feloni. I have Filoni too. God dang it! Oh, I'll I, pick I also else. no, no, it's okay. Well, my my heart, the heart. This question was hard because, like, there's a bajillion people, but they're sure. not realistic. And I feel like it's more fun to pick someone that would actually, like, be lower level. Uh, like, I'm not yeah, gonna be like, let I me have Vicky Rowling and yell at her on my podcast, but also ask right, her questions. Right, right. Or like, but like announcing yeah, the next phase here like, on Leonard Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> But like, and then the actors aren't interesting to me because they don't know like the info. Right, right, right. So I, I think that's where we both came with Filoni because it's like, just tell us things. Like the actors are like, I don't know, I yeah. know where I'm told and I say the lines. Or even just to talk shop, like yeah. ta- just talk Star Wars. Like what do you think about these Because he things? loves like, it. Yeah. I yeah. think it would be Filoni. I agree. I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think Filoni is a, is a good answer. I, it's hysterical that we both picked that. I also put on Joanna Robinson because she's an other she's oh, she's sure. worked for Vanity Fair and she's just awesome and she loves this stuff and she has podcasts and she is awesome, just generally um, awesome. And she's named Alan Joanna. Seppenwall is so. another one. <gasps> Love him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh man, are you caught up on Better Call Saul? Oh, am I, baby? And can I tell you? Do you know who is on next episode? It's not a spoiler. This is Who's like in a, the next episode. 
It's a person that we both know. Who's in, in life. The next episode? Um, Jesse Bush. Wait, who? From the hangar in the kitchen, Jesse Bush. He's gonna. He's the cop in that tiny two second scene that we get for next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He, isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, it's no, it's like incredible. Yeah. Anyway, oh my god. Back to the mailbag. That was my personal. Mailbag. Okay. Next question. Name two actors you would like to see join the MCU. Okay, so rules. They cannot have already been a character in the MCU. Okay. And they cannot have been uh that's it. That's the only rules. That's the rule. Okay. Uh they cannot have already been somebody else. And there are a lot of people that you think of and you're like, oh, they already did that other thing. So yeah. go on. Who would you pick? Or I can go first if you need time to think about who you want no, to. No, I, I have my answer, but you can go first. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, so I think I said this last week, but I really – I'm on a big bear kick. I really want to see Jeremy Allen White uh, join the MCU. I think he would be so good. Um, I also – okay, I picked four, five, because I just couldn't decide. Joe Keery is another person. Yes, Stranger Things, but All also right. I think he'd just be great energy. I'm waiting for Emily Blunt. I think she she's I love her and I think she would be fabulous. And I'm surprised she's not already there. I know there's rumors, but she's not official. And I know this person. Oh, Ryan Gosling is another one. Um, you know, just he's in my mind lately. Gray man, Barbie. Uh, I'm sort of shocked he's not already there. I don't know who he'd be. He's a little understated. And then the last one will definitely never happen. And I kind of also hope it doesn't happen because I think he should remain away from it and probably will and knows this but adam driver is a big one that i'm like where are you yeah yeah um what about you brian cranston oh heck yeah that would be great i think that would be super cool um that would be great yeah um i i think that i mean this is kind of cheat and it's not cheating but if it's a uh, rumor you can still say it no, I, or I mean, fan casting or whatever. No, I mean, I love Colin Farrell. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, he's God's he's our he's our one of our great working actors. Um, Jesus, I love him so much. I, I'm trying to think who. Um, uh, you know who's a good one? Jeff Daniels. Oh my god, what is he even doing? I'm not sure. Uh, isn't he on that? Sh- isn't he on? He was on some FX show or something. Anyway, I think he's spectacular. I, are you thinking of Jeff Bridges? Because no. he's already been in the MCU. No, I understand that. Uh, I, I I would like that potentially. Um, uh, I think that he's wonderful. Uh, so I'm going to go with him. And then uh, since you're uh, since you keep going with it. Um, I'm going to say that I would like to see. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, I forget his name. If it comes back to me in the in the end of this one, but I think those are my two. I, I'd also like to see a little bit more of um, younger. I, I'm really digging the younger female actresses in the MCU. I think they're bringing a lot of like like good characterization, some really fun characters between Kate Bishop and, uh, you know, Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh. And now, um, with Miss Marvel, I think that energy has been very good for the MCU. 
so like Sadie Sink, I yes. think would be awesome to bring into I the liked MCU. her last week for um for uh Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Oh, she'd be good. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a really good one. Um so yeah, that that's what I'm I'm going with. Uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Let's get some Lady Gaga in there. Oh, I don't know that we need that, do we? Or are we there yet? <laughs> no, no. No, I think that's Um Yeah, it's hard because like I do keep thinking of people that were in the X-Men stuff and I'm like, dang it. Yeah. I don't think we get I don't think we get them again. Like, oh, I always love some Marsden. I always J Law, like those kind of people, Zoe Kravitz, but you know, I think we just don't get that anymore. Yeah, and what's her name? Uh, I love Carrie Russell. I'll always accept Carrie Russell. Oh my god, she was on my list too. That I put somewhere else. I remembering this mm. as you saying it. Oh, put me, put her in everything. She's one of my faves. Um, all right. So this next one is a biggie. Um, so we were asked to rank our uh, Harry Potter books, our best, uh-huh. like what we think are the best ones in order. And our favorites, which are generally different from best, because I could mm. sure like a book, but it might not be the like the like a renowned as good as I think it is. Um, in terms of like it may like oh yeah I know this book's great doesn't mean I have to like get that kind of thing. So um, I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to each do no? Let's each do the full lists for both. We can go. We can go seven seven six six five five. I would do that with you. Go back okay. and forth. So you and I assume since this is you, you want to do up to bottom to up. Yeah, Always. absolutely. Okay. The countdown's the fun part. Okay, okay. So let's do the best first. Um, no, so the Brian, worst first. I mean the worst. You're right. We're doing our best list. The empirically oh, good oh, book oh, oh. list. We're doing like. What do we objectively think is actually like the best, most well-written, entertaining book? Yes, but if you're not prepared for that, we don't have to do that. Oh no, I just want to know which one we're doing first. Oh yes, the the best ones. We can yeah, do our okay. favorites second. So our yeah. best, our list of best Harry Potter books, starting okay. with probably the least best one that we each feel is the case. Okay. What uh, do you? Say? My seven is Chamber of Secrets. Same. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's a really good second book. Um but the it pales in comparison to everything that came afterwards. Agreed. I think I think the riddle stuff's really cool. Um yeah. it ranks a little it ranks slightly like a slightly higher one. I I have it one higher in my best one because of the riddle stuff, but yeah, I think in it's your, it's probably the weakest. Yeah, it's like I like mm. it I think anyway. So because of the riddle stuff, it gets a little starts to get a little real. Um, but yeah, okay. that's I, I agree with you. Okay. So what do you have as your sixth best? Order of the Phoenix. Oh wow. Okay. Do you have a reason for that? Uh it felt like filler. It still feels like filler to this day. Um, Parts of it slog a little bit. Yeah, I, I I love the work that it does to create this like terrorism world of dark wizards and stuff like that. But I do think in the end, um, the Order of the Phoenix is a um, is a filler book to get us to those 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 the the final ones. Wow. All right, my sixth is Sorcerer's Stone. Um, obviously, it's set up. It's great. It's the first. But 
I mean, she got a lot more to go at this point. Like, she set it up, which cannot be denied. But in terms of the quality of the story, I guess it's all amazing because she sets, she she completes it all. But, like, Wait, I just have book? that as my sixth. Sorcerer's Stone, the first I, I, book. What book? Sorry, the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 <laughs> yeah! Sorry, I forgot we don't acknowledge that title. Um, yeah, that's my sixth. Um, what is your fifth? Uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. It's great. And, it's an introduction. Yeah. It got me hooked. It's just magical, but the books get better. Yes, they certainly do. Um, my fifth favorite is Prisoner of Azkaban. This story really starts to kick it up a notch like from one and two it's like much different um i love a time heist um it's just a whole new ball game like we're getting lupin and there's adults and it's just we're we're getting stuff from the past we're learning about his dad like there's just it's just like they're playing with a new deck of cards at this point um so that's my that's my fifth azkaban what about you um, I mean, well, I had trouble with this one. Um, I think that it's tough because these, these next ones are like all equally good. If that makes sense. Yeah, they do. I know. I know. It kind of bleeds into your favorites, but yeah, that, which, that's where I'm having trouble with this one. Well, but we I, I, which the favorites. No, no, I, I'll, I'll be fine here. Um, I think, I think it's Prisoner of Azkaban. I hate. It's one of my favorites. This is why I have trouble. Prisoner of Me Azkaban too. is one yeah. of my favorites, and I think the movie also influences that because it's my favorite movie. Um, uh. um, but I think that Prisoner is in is in um, the fourth spot for me for the same reasons. Um, it introduces one of my favorite characters, but in the end. It just like fills in more information in the story, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're so right. So you said your Chamber of Secrets, and then it was um, Order of the Chamber Phoenix, and then Phoenix, it was Sorcerer's Stone, Sorcerer Stone, Philosopher's then, Stone. Then sorry, Philosopher's Stone. Then Prisoner of Azkaban. Got it. Okay. So my fourth is Order of the Phoenix. Um, okay. So yeah, and I'll talk about I guess the sin favorite. Well, I have I have thoughts about these books, but I agree with you that it is a slog at times. But, um, you know, the serious stuff, the relationships, the ministry element is incredible. Mm, and, sure. you know, people have problems with the fact that Harry's kind of a dick in that book, but it's so earned. Like, yeah. I just feel like it's so earned at this point and it's Harry, so accurate. Harry being a duty head in the books, I have a less of an issue with than uh harry being a duty head in the movies yes yes because you can get his inner monologue and stuff yeah um and of course has umbridge which is who's a phenomenal villain um Mm -hmm. the prophecy stuff like that's when that starts to get going yeah i just think Uh, the prophecy stuff is what i is what i'm least interested in that book oh interesting okay fair enough um Uh, okay third three deathly hallows okay yeah, the I mean the final three are just these awesome final books, three. I, I I maybe Hallows maybe Hallows should be higher because she tied these together really well and landing the plane is a very hard thing to do. She did However, it. However, yeah. I have reasons why the other two are ahead of me. 
For sure. Um, I have uh, Half-Blood Prince as my third highest. Um, and yeah, that's what I'll say on it for now. Okay. And then I get to Hallows as my second from the top. Okay. Half-Blood's my you? second. Got it. Um, yeah, so I interchangeable. Just, I don't think that I was more... The world never went away more than the last couple of chapters of that book. It was just me and the words, you know, like, like I was just so deeply engaged in Dumbledore taking Harry with him. And oh my then God. like it's that incredible. whole last the cave. sequence, the cave. And then obviously the bell tower, the, the, the tower. It's like astronomy all, tower. Yeah. The astronomy all like, I mean, just like, and and I was just like in, I also was half asleep when I was reading it because I had to read it before I, I finished the book in two days or maybe even one night because I had to like, I had to go away for a couple of days and I wasn't about to like get spoiled. So like I read that stuff so fast. I was keeping myself up at night. I was so loopy reading those scenes, but like those, those chapters, but the loopiness like kind of like made them more alive. Yeah. If that made sense. Oh yeah. No, that book, uh, half blood Prince. I mean, villain origin story, which is, I always love. The Dumbledore adventure, like when he is out on the field, like doing doing the work, and we don't we've never seen him out of his comfort zone. Like the the cave that that chapter is crazy, and also we get a lot of like teen romance in that one, which I like. I just think that's like the, a perfect novel, and that first chapter, I love. Um, that is the uh, other minister. Yeah. No. Yes. That's the other minister, which is the one, uh, Hallows is the one that starts at, no, no, Spinner's End. Spinner's End? Oh, no, it goes the other minister and then at Spinner's End with the Unbreakable Vow. Um, yeah, that's like the first time that we don't start right away and with like Harry in his cupboard or his bedroom. Sure. Um, just incredible, incredible stuff. So that's that. And then, so then we have the same best as Goblet yeah. of Fire. God, there's nothing better than the Goblet of Fire read. I know. For the first time. There are times where I'm like, I've so I've seen that movie the most, and I've read that book probably the I mean, I don't think I've read it the most because I read them all at the same time, but maybe it's I've seen the movie so much that it's like it's tarnished. It not it's tarnished, but like it's not as shiny and new as the other ones that I like really don't watch it very often because I like to keep them really fresh. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to put that away in my bias. Cause I'm like, Oh, God, what a fire. I read that a bajillion times, sure. but it really is. Wait, what do you like? I've read that a thousand times. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's a really jaded Joanna. Um, that book is like, that story reaches critical mass at this point. Like, Voldemort, obviously the last chapters, like Voldemort coming back is mm-hmm. like, un- it's it incredible. Just, the tone and the complexity of the, of the story. Shifted. Yeah. Yeah. The tone of the whole series. You're absolutely right. The complexity of the tournament, like all of that, that she came up with is just so, so cool. And I love and that it expands. I love rules. You love rules. You love a game and it expands the wizarding world too, to other schools and like learning more about like the wider sort of world um yeah that book is just yeah it's just it's so good it's so i remember reading that book like it was yesterday um okay so our favorites um 
I'll just go. Do you, should I just read my whole list and then yeah, you read the whole read list? Yeah, just read your whole list okay. at this point, and then I'll read mine. So my least probably again, they're all my favorites, but my least favorite is probably Stone. Obviously, it's incredible, but like the real stuff gets Chamber one above that. So I have okay. so, uh, Stone as the bottom, and then it's Chamber. Then I have Prisoner of Azkaban. So so far, my list with best and favorites are basically the same. Then I have Order of the Phoenix. Um, then I have Half Blood Prince. And then I, I think it's so actually the only thing that really switches is that I have Half-Blood Prince and then Goblet of Fire is actually not my favorite book. Hallows is. I know that I just lo- I love that she got that she took away Hogwarts. She had no safety net at this point to fall back on. And this book was still so good from the moment this book starts. There's like forty five thousand climaxes and falling actions. You are just. It, every chapter is like either the one right before a crazy adventure or heist that they have to do. It's just, it's constant. And of course, she, yeah, she sure. ended it. She like tied everything up. And those three, those chapters, Forest again, uh, Prince's Tale, Forest again, King's Cross, like, oh, shut it down. Like, forget about it. I'm a mess. They're such beautiful chapters. So mm. Hallows is my favorite. Goblet's just underneath it. But it is a little biased, but no, it, it's, I mean, Hallows is so fun and there's no Hogwarts. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm all, I'm always like mystified by that. So yeah, that's me. What about you? Seven chambers, chamber of secrets, six order of the Phoenix, five deathly Hallows, four sorcerer's stone, Whoa. three goblet of fire, two prisoner of Azkaban, one half blood prince. Whoa. Yeah. Half blood prince is so good. But wow, you have Hallows low. Only Hallows isn't low. Hallows only low because I, I I just have a deep sense of nostalgia for the Philosopher's Stone. Obviously, um, I love the Prisoner of Azkaban and the Shrieking Shack stuff and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's just how it kind. Of, that's how it falls today. You know what I mean? Yes, like, this I know. Could it very much changes. be different tomorrow. But I, I will say that totally different. Oh, of course. Um, for another mailbag, I guess. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that the whenever I read five, six, and seven, I'm always like, wait, this one's my favorite. No, this is my favorite because I I just forget how good they all are. But I think whenever I get into five, I'm like, this is my favorite book. And then I read six, and I'm like, no, there were parts of five that were kind of boring, sure. as you said. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's just it's. But six, oh, six is so good. It's so underrated because the movie was so bizarre. Mm. Um, that was fun. I, you know, I love Harry Potter. Okay, next question: Do you have a comfort show or shows? Uh, we got this question on Instagram. What, uh, what do you say, Brian? Uh, yeah, I think that my comfort shows are usually like Cheers or Frasier. I uh, love Cheers as a comfort show. Cheers is probably my comfort show. Uh, I just, I love it. Um, yeah, it's probably, it's probably whatever half hour sitcom I'm like into rewatching at the time, but, but I would probably say that it's, uh, it's cheers. That's good. Um, I go through phases, but I, uh, the office, um, I love this British show called all creatures great and small, um, Mm -hmm. on PBS, uh, great British baking show actually. It's like very calming. Um, yeah. Gilmore Girls, Rebels. Um, there's a show called Hello Ladies that was on HBO with Stephen Merchant that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, Veeps, Seinfeld. Yeah, that's a lot. But the, I rewatch stuff all the time. 
sure. think that says something about you if you like constantly rewatch things, but Ooh. whatever it is, I'm that person. <laughs> yeah. You don't like new um, things, Joanna. No, no. We burn holes in our DVDs. Um, <laughs> okay. So a show or movie that you wish you could experience for the first time. So I took this, uh, I picked a show actually, because somebody who I think likes Broadway did ask this question. So um, I didn't know if they maybe meant a show or if they meant a TV show or if they meant a movie. So answer however you'd like. Um, I'm assuming that they meant TV show. Um, oh, okay. So uh, my, my answer for a TV show is I'd love to watch The Leftovers again for the first time. Uh, mm. Movie, if I'm going like nerd movie, I'd love to be 13 again and see the Star Wars trilogy for the first time. Um, mm. I think that would be just like that would be awesome. Um, some I, uh, another one outside of kind of nerddom. Um, I would love to be able to experience. Um, I would love to be able to experience Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind for the first time again. Oh, that's a good one! Wow, yeah, I forgot you really love that movie too. Um. Well, I never got to see Endgame in theaters, so my answer is not like a first. I mean, I would definitely love to rewatch for the first time, but I certainly would have wanted it to be in a theater for the first time. So I'll always regret that. Um, And I would relive that experience. That's I would relive that that experience would be wild to relive. Yeah, I'm so jealous that you had that. Um, And then I think a TV show. Um, I would probably say like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of things that are on in my periphery right now. Um, that's hard. I wasn't prepared for TV show. Um, what was mm-hmm. the musical you were going to pick or the show you're going to pick? I'll, yeah, I'll do that. I, I was going to say Porgy and Bass at the Savoy in London was still like probably the best show I've ever seen in a theater. Oh, really? And that, yeah, you were the, I went like seven times. I feel like you were there, one of them. Yeah, no? I saw it with you one of those yeah. times. I just had like, an, that was like, I don't know, that that was like game changing for me. I was just dead. Sure. Uh, that would be what I would redo again. So I'll leave it at that because I don't, I haven't thought about a TV show and that's really hard. There's sure. so many. Um. Okay. Uh, show or movie that you, blah, 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 we already did that one. Um, favorite Jedi. This Ugh. is tricky. <laughs> really I, trying to make make yeah, us make some I, Sophie's choices here. I I think oh man, I know. So on one side you have Ahsoka, who really isn't a Jedi anymore, but you have Ahsoka. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, and I say new- if you couldn't pick Ahsoka, let's say we because let's just take her off the table. Okay. We both know fair. she's amazing, and she's not technically a Jedi, but like we wish she was. And she kind of is, but like we'll just remove it from the situation. Ugh, I don't. I, I, I. It. I think it's. Oh, I don't know. You know, like by <laughs> default, I feel like I have to pick Obi Wan. I don't like Luke mm-hmm. as much as I like Obi Wan, and or or even Qui Gon. Um. Yeah, maybe. Or I mean, I. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just gonna say Obi Wan. I'm gonna say Obi-Wan. I think that's Obi-Wan. that sounds that's what I th- thought you'd pick. I mean, I, I was gonna say Obi-Wan too. Um, however, sometimes he's a big stick in the mud. Although I feel like he's less than of a stick in the mud in this having watched his show. So 
yes, I love him as a Jedi. And I think he's a really, if the, if the question was like, who's the best Jedi, then it's a whole different conversation. And I love Obi-Wan so much. But part of me wants to say Ezra because Over he's, uh, well, Ezra is, yeah, Ezra's just like, he's just got that youthful energy still. Kanan you know, he has it, but he's jaded. Sure. I feel like Ezra is so is so just all in and and he's got so many weird abilities with the animal stuff. And he's so fearless and he's and he sacrificed himself. They all sacrificed himself at some point. But like, yeah, I think and we're still in it with him. So I'm gonna say Ezra as a wild twist. I should just say freaking Obi-Wan, but right. um yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ezra. Okay. Um Oh favorite god, villain. a favorite villain. This was really hard. Right. Who do you have for so, this? I'm going to answer this. Who's my favorite villain right now? Because like of all Great. time, like maybe it's the shark from Jaws. Maybe it's maybe it's <laughs> he's really Darth- an anti-hero if you think about it. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> maybe it's you know Darth Vader. You have all like slasher villains. You have like Dracula. Oh God, I didn't even think about that. You have all that stuff. But when I think my favorite villain right now is Homelander. Oh God, that's a great one. I think Homelander from the boys is so deeply unsettling when you're watching him. Yeah. Um, uh, And he has so much power outside of just his actual superhero powers. Um, I think it's Homelander for me. I love that. Um, so similarly, like I have a problem with villains in general because I keep wanting to play devil's advocate, literally like the villain's advocate. And I think about like, okay, but like they have this rough past and like ah, I, I feel bad wanting them to die. So I need a villain that's like full on evil. Like, no, they didn't have a bad childhood. There isn't some weird reason that they're a villain. They didn't have something fall on them as a kid. Like I don't want to sympathize at all. Okay. And in my head, I feel like I just that like Vader is a great one, but like I sympathize with him too much. I, it's hard for me. Like I know what he did, but I still like he's there. I mean, I feel the same way about Heathcliff and Wuthering Heights. Like sometimes I sympathize with him. Sure. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and say similarly to you, kind of just um, he who must not be named, Lord Voldemort, because I he's I mean, but he's, that's a good one, iconic. Yeah. It's iconic and and we know a lot about him, but also I just there's there's just you can mm-hmm. let him just die. You you don't feel bad with that, or I don't sure. feel bad with that. So yeah, that's that's mine. Um, he was not the first Dark Lord. Like you can go back to like Sauron or something, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We know more about about Tom Riddle, so I'm gonna say him. Um, favorite sidekick. This was another hard one because there's so many yeah, to choose from. Uh, part of me thinks back to like. Indiana Jones, he has so many good sidekicks. He's got Sala in the first one. He's got Short Round in the second one. And in the third one, he's got his dad, played by Sean Connery. So, like, you have some amazing sidekicks there. You know, I also love Rocket recently, in, in recent mm. years. I think that Rocket's a great sidekick. Um, uh, I mean, if you consider, like, Mjolnir a sidekick to Thor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially after this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that, uh, oh, that's, 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 this this one's really, really hard. Cause I feel like they don't do sidekicks as much anymore in, in a lot of movies. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with one of Indiana Jones's ones. 
Okay. Pick, pick, pick and choose. Um, what I'm gonna say, you? I'm gonna say a droid. Actually. Um, oh yeah. They're Shop useful. Button. They can be repaired. Yeah, probably Chopper R2. They don't really age. You know, they don't get too full of themselves and like go behind your back and like turn evil uh, necessarily. So I'm going to say Chopper or R2. But this was really hard. I mean, there's a bajillion to choose yeah. from. But in my head right now, I was like, I want a freaking droid. Or like Lola. Give me Lola. Um. All right. Uh, only a few more left. So what are your top three Star Wars movies oh, this is very Ooh. easy for me yes go ahead in order of one i'll do the I'll, I'll do it your way in order from one to three my favorite movie star wars movie is empire strikes back the next one has a new hope and then return of the jedi there's nothing okay. outside those are those are that those are the best three star wars yeah. movies no matter what anyone says those are the three <laughs> i mean i think it's pretty hard to debate that um i'm going to for the sake of being different cuz i also have empire strikes back return of the jedi um i'm also going to throw in force awakens i know that it's basically a new hope but i do appreciate the uh something from the uh, not uh, i just wanted something in there from the non originals and um i i really do like force awakens even if it's like a total remake of a new hope so, oh no! I that's think it's, what I'm saying. It's not perfect, but it's a very good introduction to these new characters that they did nothing with. Yeah, and it's newer, so it's shinier. I don't know. So that's I like that. Um, yeah. Okay, and there's just like crazy nostalgia. Also, that's not like the actual nostalgia that you get from mm-hmm. watching the originals, but like fake new nostalgia. Um, okay, so then we it, similarly, what are your bottom three Star Wars movies? I mean, the bottom, bottom, bottom is Rise of Skywalker for me, no question. Uh-huh. Um, then I think, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just so hard. I have, uh, It's just like, I, what are yours? Why don't you go first this time? So um, I know I'll be, like, killed after saying this, but um, I honestly, I had to just put – Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And then I stopped there because I refuse to say Sith because it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I could say Rise of Skywalker, but I really like the Kylo Ray stuff. So I don't want to throw out that whole movie with the with the trash. So We're I'm just throwing out say the too. movie. It's just your least favorite. Well, it's hard for me to say it was my least favorite because at the time that I first saw it, I didn't really know much about Star Wars, so I had absolutely no problem with it. I mean, I think I I think I remember being like, Palpatine's still there. He's still kicking. Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of like, really? But I didn't think about it in the same way that I think about it now. So it's okay, I, it probably, fair. as if I, if I were, t- you know, I, so, yeah. I mean, I guess it's down there. But I feel more nostalgia with Sith than I do with... Um, Rise of Skywalker. So I guess I'll put Rise of Skywalker down there. Phantom, sure. Attack of the um, Clones, even though it's a great even though it's a great time, Attack of the Clones. I'll just put it and I love you, McGregor. I'll just put it down there. Yeah, mine's definitely Rise of Skywalker. I think that uh Solo is probably down there. Even though I like it and it was better on the rewatch, like it's still just like it means nothing. Oh shit, I forgot about Solo. <laughs> um, I kept I thinking Rogue list. One. Oh my god, I forgot about little Solo. Yeah, uh, I, I, like we said, I don't really love Rogue One, but I think it's a good movie better than – I mean, it's oh, not a good movie. Yeah, I think I'm going to put Solo down there and remove Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe Attack of the Clones. Maybe I don't know. I, there's a lot, but I think that's where I'm like I, I float around. Okay, well, I'll make a definitive say, and I'll say that it's going to be Phantom Menace, Solo, and maybe Rise of Skywalker is my least favorite. Because mm-hmm. at least they don't have, like, Ewan McGregor in that. I can't, you know, at least the other ones have Ewan McGregor. Sure, um, sure. Okay, uh, three more. So rank the Star Wars TV shows thus far. Ooh. Yes, this is tricky. I can go first if you want to think yeah, about it. Yeah, go first. So... My least favorite is Bad Batch, Mid Bitch, only because it's just not quite relevant yet, and it's animated. I'm always going to prefer myself. I'm always going to mm-hmm. prefer live action. So that's Bad Batch. Then it's going to be Boba, unfortunately, but I did love the Mando stuff in Boba. Just not enough sure. happens for me, and I don't have the relationship to Boba Fett that some of y'all do. Um, then it's Clone Wars. I think it widens the canon, gives us a lot of Anakin and Padme, which I really like. A lot of Ahsoka, of course. Three is Obi-Wan. Um, I mean, it it's not perfect, but it's got some great stuff in it. Then its second highest is Rebels. It widens the canon. The animation's better. It's just a really cool time in the storyline of Star Wars. Um, so, And there's like a lot of really cool stuff obviously we get thrown and stuff in that so that's really great and then my favorite i think is the mandalorian mm. it was it was innovative you know using the volume like it was just really really cool it's, it was a new original story mostly live action um that was re- and it got everyone like back into this world like it's an achievement so mando is my favorite sure i think uh, Bo- uh bad batch is definitely sixth for me uh, Book of Boba Fett is fifth for me. Same reasons as you. Um, then I think I go Kenobi is four. I wow. think Clone Wars is three. And then uh, two and one are interchangeable between Rebels and Mando, however I'm feeling in the moment. Cool. Um, um, that's surprising. I didn't think Obi-Wan would be that low for you. I mean, it's um, not that low, but... I, I think you can also... I, I think mine are very similar to you. The thing is only six. It's not that low. I would say there's a huge quality gap between Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi. Like, so those top yes. four, depending on the day, could be interchangeable. I think that last episode of Kenobi may be my favorite episode of any of these TV shows. You know what yes. I mean? Like, except for maybe, like, Twilight of the Apprentice, um, which is the similar. same thing. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's that's where I that's where I stand ish. Yeah. Cool. Um, um okay. Oh, Kenobi would be ranked higher if I am talking about the Patterson cut I watched. Oh, so you've officially watched that? All yeah, of it? I watched it. Yeah, I finished it. Okay, I'll have to it do was that. Great. Yeah. Uh can't wait. Um yeah, they just they should have they should have got that guy. Um okay, this is a funny question. Favorite cartoons growing up as a kid oh easy i was a nickelodeon kid it was like doug rugrats um but i also loved recess um i love things like and then i watched like some of the disney cartoons like darkwing duck and uh ducktales um tailspin uh all of that stuff uh teenage mutant ninja turtles the toxic avenger cartoons um all of that stuff the if you remember Gargoyles and the Mighty Ducks TV show, Land Sharks, um, I watched all that stuff and bought all those dumb toys. I, that the the Ghostbusters t- uh, cartoon, um, 
all those like 80s movies that they turned into cartoons like i watched all that dumb shit i love it i eat it up but uh, but yeah that that's kind of where my my x-men uh, 97 i'm assuming was on the oh, list x-men was a part of that um batman the animated series the superman the animated series i ate all of that up i love it so much wow yeah i thought you were gonna have a long list for that um i watched a so- lot of television as a kid yeah, same, except I had a lot more rules as a kid. So we were definitely a Disney household um, because Nickelodeon had too many commercials. And my mom was like, I don't like the you. I don't. She like thought we were going to like go buy things, which I guess <laughs> you did. <laughs> but um, so we like weren't allowed. Not, not it was, she wasn't like banishing it, but she was like, nah, yeah, turn yeah, that yeah. off. Go to Disney because it never had commercials only for its own things. Um, so definitely Disney Channel. But the thing is. I, I personally like really just wanted live live action. I, I did watch like some cartoons, but when when this question was asked, I like had to really rack my brain. I didn't even come up with TV shows because I didn't really care. I wasn't like, yes, it's my favorite one. I was just like, oh, Little Mermaid had this cartoon show, and I was like, which one is it? Eh, I'll see that one. Like, I wasn't like really excited. Of mm-hmm. course, I loved I love Ducktales and Tailspin, and I've watched all of those shows uh, on Disney gummy bears, that kind of stuff. But I wasn't obsessed. But I, so instead I came up with three weird animated, so cartoon movies that I was obsessed with that I was so fun to remember because I was like, so I looked them all up to like get a little more information about them there, but they're really strange and they were movies and I was obsessed with them. So I think this counts because this sounds like your obsession with some of your cartoons. Okay. So one was Felix the Cat the movie. Okay. Um, so this was came out the year I was born, 86, but it really wasn't uh, released into the U.S. until 1991 on VHS. Um, so that's – it's weird. It, it's like I haven't rewatched it ever, ever, but I know that it was weird and there was someone named Princess Oriana and there was a weird villain and it was like very strange. So I'm, I think I need to go back and rewatch that and see what the hell I was watching. But that's one. There was another one called Happily Ever After – have you, do you remember that? I mean, you probably wouldn't have watched I mean, this. that's a pretty generic title. Eric might remember know. it. Okay. So it was um, 1989, and I voices in it, Malcolm McDowell, Edward Asner, Carol Channing, Dom DeLuise, and Phyllis Diller. Uh, so wild. Um, it was basically a continuation of Snow White, wherein she and the prince are about to be married, but a new threat appears. <laughs> In the form of the late evil queen's vengeful brother, Lord Malice, spelled M-A-L-I-S-S. And they replaced the dwarves with their female cousins called the Dorfellas. <laughs> Dorfells. Dorfells. Um, and then they helped Snow White. So it was like really dark and kind of – it was kind of like I liken the return to Oz to Wizard of Oz to mm-hmm. this with Snow White. It was sure. like really creepy and weird. Very low budget, um, but it was really good. And then the My Little Pony movie – I know it's okay. so strange, but that was 86 as well. Um, and also voices in that Danny DeVito, Madeline Kahn, Cloris Leachman, Rhea Perlman, and Tony Randall. Wow. So like, you know, not, nothing to shake a fist at, but like it no. was really good. And I was like obsessed with it. So not quite the assignment, but um, those are some weird, weird, weird tapes that I like definitely burned like through. rewound a lot and burned. Yeah. Through. Yes. We also like watched what's like bonkers. We watched. We watched. Uh, 
which is like so many cartoons. You you name it, watch it. You, did, these aren't cartoons, but did you ever watch the Hug a Bunch Kids? I don't think so. Oh, that that was that was not a cartoon. It was a movie, but yeah, um, yeah. I watched. Did you ever you, watch Zubilee Zoo? Yeah, I watched Zubilee Zoo. Did you ever watch? Um, did you ever watch? Oh, you wouldn't have watched this. This what? was like this weird live action Adventures in Wonderland, like. It was definitely on a soundstage. Anyway, it was really good. Yeah, but it I've was seen on that. Disney Channel. Really? Yes. This is weird. She like wore overalls instead yeah. of a dress. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, we also watched like Nick Jr., like Rupert, um, and uh David the Gnome, stuff like that. Weird. Uh while I was we were watching that, I was watching Avonlea, which was a Canadian oh. show uh about the town that Anne of Green Gables lives in. Oh, yes, of course. Anyway. Um, okay, and the All last right. question is, do you collect anything? Yeah. Well, so the, I'll go the, first because my list is very small. The easier question is, what don't you collect? Right. If you're Brian, what don't you collect? So um, long story short, I don't collect much because I don't like stuff, uh, certain certain stuff to just clutter. But I do love sweatshirts. Um, I don't collect them. I just keep buying them. So I'll say sweatshirts. Uh, I'm like having – I have like a problem. Like I – I have too many. And then I started to make them 35 years later in my life. And that's a whole thing. Cause then I can just like, make myself. Them. <laughs> so I have way too many everywhere I go. I'm like, I need a sweatshirt. Um, how many do you need? You don't need that many, no. but anyway, I love sweatshirts. Okay. Brian, the floor is yours. All right, I collect a lot of stuff. I collect Funko pops. Um, well, when I was a kid, I collected star Wars cards. I still have a lot of those. I collected, Star Wars action figures and action figures. I gave a lot of those away and sold a lot of those on eBay. Um, so Funko Pops. I collect enamel pins. So I have a ton. I have a ton. I have a huge enamel pin collection. Wear those to Comic Cons. I wear them to Disney. I trade at Disney. All that fun stuff. Um, I've only done that once, but it was fun. Um, I collect stickers. I recently did. Bought- you like go to a swap to do that? There are swap stations at Disney. So you wait. Tell me about them. So you like walk up and. Yeah, basically, you have your pins. You can only trade Disney-approved pins. Um, And, uh, yeah, there's a board in almost every – many places in each park where you go. If there's one on the board that you like, you can, like, swap it. You can also swap with – you can swap with uh, cast members. There's also a Disney pin store in Disney Springs where you can do some of that. There's there's a lot of places for that. So it's like a it's like a mobile bookstore where you take one and le- take one and leave yeah, one. Yeah, uh huh. Essentially. Oh my god! So I have all these Disney pins because I I do I actually did collect pins as a kid, uh, enamel pins, and I have like two random Disney ones that like it's like Belle and the Beast kissing, and I'm like why why do I? It's like humongous. Why do I have this? It might be worth, but it something. is an official Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotta bring um, that out. I collect stickers, and I recently got a sticker book. Where the pages are made of the back of stickers, so that you brilliant. Can put, you can put the stickers on there and like peel them off. It's like truly great. That's so brilliant. Yeah, um, I bought it on Etsy. Uh, super I know you awesome. got them for Jay. I'm very jealous. Yeah. That's a great gift. Um, I collect my movie stubs. I've done it since 1998. I have uh, now less so because I don't actually have hard copies of them. They're all on my phone. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, and then I collect. And you nerd collect playbills. Playbills. Uh, nerd art that's all over my walls. Um, uh, you collect, collect what you're wearing right now. Hawaiian shirts, comic books. Um, 
I, I don't collect comic books anymore. I just have a collection of comic books. Um, yeah, so I guess I collect bad habits. <laughs> no, you are Brian, the collector of game. And I collect podcasts. Uh, listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, you have uh, Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, but you're already listening to it. There's Talking Horror mm-hmm. with Jamie and Nikisha. We're talking about horror movies. There's Broad Wasted, where we get drunk and talk to Broadway stars and talk through Broadway. Um, and then uh, there's a new one coming up called Fix It with Adam and Jay, which is, uh, you know, the preview guys, Adam and Jay, have been on this podcast before. I am producing their podcast. And uh, the uh, ep- the first episodes drop this weekend uh, when you're listening to it. Um, but you can listen to the teaser. So tell now. us the premise of what it is. Oh, Fix It. They take movies that were either are universally known as bad or the, they think could have been a little bit better and they try and fix it with new plots. Yeah. It's cool. What I call Monday morning quarterbacking all these movies. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. I can't Monday wait. Quarterbacking. I'm really nervous that they'll pick some of my favorites. <laughs> they'll be like, they this might. one's trash. I'll tell you which one. I know we did they're, they're coming after. for Rogue One. I know they're coming for Solo. No, they're gonna. For right now, they're staying away from Star Wars because it just. Okay. It gets, they're going to the real bottom of the, the barrel. Set. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, that's why I collect everything. Amazing. Well, thanks, guys. This was super fun. We'll definitely do this again. I think um, I would love to do this again. This was a great time. Yeah, and we um we had as you you haven't heard our dulcet tones in the whole. We can change because, you know, we're getting ready for what is an onslaught of uh, stuff. And we also have jobs. So um, we were really happy we could do this in this little gap that we have before things get real crazy. Yeah. Um, So thank you and continue to submit next time when we do this. Well, nerds, protect Hedwig. And we hope you had just as much fun as we did and that you'll join us next time for I Am Groot. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the reviews and ratings are super important for us to grow, to blast off. So thank you so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. That's my owl. Oh, all right. <laughs>